0: Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. It is I, your host for another great episode of Political Theater. It is I, Charles Nash, here with you again on the Dark Night Mike. And I told everybody that I would be back on the 7th of November here, the day before da, 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 the midterm elections. So... I am here. Now, I have a little bit of a change up for tonight. I I got a call over the weekend. And <clears throat> it looks like Craig Marks, who is running as a right end candidate for the Ohio governorship, he is here with me tonight, he wanted to to come back onto the show, and, and kind of touch base with everyone here before the the midterm elections tomorrow. Before you go to the voting box. And um, his his vice. Um, his, his VP here. Pretty much who stands with him. Uh, Kenny Norris. He is here as well. But I think he's going to kind of just. Uh, sit back and watch the fireworks tonight. So we have a lot of things to cover. Between some news that I have. That I want to share and talk about. To the election itself. And. You know, Craig is here. Like I said, he's got some things that he would like to talk about. So, again, I would like to both welcome you both to the show. And how has everyone been doing?
1: Thank you. We appreciate you having us on today. Great. Moving along.
0: All right. Well, starting off here, uh, Craig, you said you wanted to come on and, and, and kind of talk about some, some issues or maybe talk about your campaign. That you've got going on right before we go into again the november elections tomorrow i mean everyone's going to the box so i'm going to kind of throw the mic over to you tell me how how has things been going for you know getting your name out there solidified and and how's that but how's that been going yeah, for you well it's
1: it's very interesting it feels like getting your feet wet uh, when you have some skin in the game and you start to see politics in a different light uh, than I have uh, in my past. I would define politics as the stratification of vital knowledge and intelligence. I think the further up that you go, uh, you start to get exposed to different information and you, you get around different people and uh, it's kind of like a different world. And I think people need to understand that and and know that uh, when they go into vote and really looked into depth into what I'm saying uh, regarding that. Uh, And one of the reasons that I wanted to get into politics was to expose corruption uh, where people don't like to venture into those waters. When you start to look into judges, when you look into magistrates, um, attorneys, law enforcement, and they're doing documentation um, illegally, meaning, putting words on paper that are false. They're not true. And that's a very dangerous thing to do. Um, And uh, I'm I'm making a point right now to Van Wert County and Van Wert County officials that when you take words and you put words on paper, and those words are about an individual, and you send that out, those words can do damage. And uh, I don't know if Van Wert County officials even understand the irony of, of what I'm saying right now. But I want to give you an example. If you haven't heard of Stuxnet, uh, you should look into that. uh, Because it's very interesting. It's about computer viruses and warfare rather than using nuclear bombs, you can with just your computer and and hitting the keys by writing code. um, You can actually do physical damage in a different location. So a simplistic example would be if I were to take um, a balloon, and a motor, uh, that has, um, uh, the ability to inject air into that balloon and the motor is controlled by uh, a computer. I can go ahead and control if I want to take that balloon and inflate it and actually explode that balloon to blow it up. And, uh, what happened with Stuxnet uh, a few years ago, there was some, uh, plutonium, uh, or I'm sorry, it was uranium that they were using over in Iran and, um, The nuclear reactors, uh, This Stuxnet was a computer virus, which was done by people on a keyboard. And what they did was they sent over to Iran um, to speed up on their nuclear reactors, these RPMs. And then the computer system was still showing at the time everything was fine. And then they slowed them down real quick. They just shut them off. And just that vibration, it was able to blow up. Uh, where they had these nuclear reactors. So the point I'm trying to make is you can cause massive physical devastation from sitting in a keyboard countries or oceans away. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now, what I'm saying is the corruption within courts and within counties is they're doing a very similar thing with words and with their keyboards and they're doing it to individuals. And, uh, I have, I have experience with that in that County and I'm going through that today, um, and, and I have been, uh, and there are certain individuals, uh, like the prosecutor in Van Wert. Um, I spoke to her a year and a half ago regarding a false affidavit that was drafted against me. And when I told her that I wanted to charge the individual who notarized it and who authored it because they knew what they were writing was false and those false words did damage and I wanted her prosecuted for perjury. And the prosecutor in Van Wert told me directly that she won't prosecute her because she's her person. I didn't know what that meant, she's her person. And then she said, uh, well, a false affidavit isn't perjury. Now this is the prosecutor in Van Wert. If you looked it up online, you'd find her, Ava Yager is her name, and she doesn't even know that a false affidavit is perjury. That's what it is. If you look at the definition. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, how can you be a prosecutor in Van Wert County? And she's had a lot of complaints besides myself. We have a lot of other people in other counties complaining specifically about her. So, how is she even currently in 2022 a prosecutor when she told me over the phone, verbatim, that a false affidavit is not perjury?
0: Well, one thing I can tell you with what you just said there, when when someone says I can't prosecute someone because, rather she She's knows my it,
1: person is what she said,
0: then that is someone that is in rather her chamber or someone that they have hired and it's on her staff, and it's like with anything with attorneys, it is considered a conflict of interest for them to prosecute them. So this is where I, if if this was me and I was sitting in your shoes or anyone else's shoes over a uh, a perjury document or an affidavit, I would go to another county and I would go in and say, hey, here's my attorney. I'd get a hold of my attorney and I'd have another county go in and, do, and try to have them prosecuted because you're not going to get them prosecuted within that county. They're not going to do it.
1: You're absolutely correct. And that's what's being done
0: now. So I mean I I understand where you're coming from and the frustration that you know it's it's being hammered onto you and I understand that you you were running on this. This was a topic that you were running on here with your campaign was taking, you know, holding people accountable, even people in the the law enforcement or, law enforcement or the justice department in, in different counties, states, federal levels and having them go on a well like with anybody else you'd be on a registry that you committed a crime or you know you're
1: well and and i think that's the point of with what i would like to do as governor or anybody who's in a leadership position in a state you have to have that directory the same way for the or the officials or the people that are supposed to be working for people you have to hold them accountable which for me, the only way I know to do that is to expose them. You have to publicly expose them. When someone's prosecuting you, what they're trying to do is expose you in a negative light. That's what they're doing. And what I'm saying is I believe you have to do the same thing to them. It, uh, it goes back to the old biblical saying, why do you point out the speck of dust in your brother's eye and pay no attention to the plank in your own? These people that have these positions, they don't want to look at themselves and see themselves as, well, yeah, we're committing crimes. They think they have some immunity. They really believe it. It's like beyond a genuine arrogance. It's a self-fulfilling prophecy. And I see these people, they need removed from their positions. And they, what, if law is real and justice is real, these people should be booked. They should be charged and they should be put in jail for things that they have done through documentation, through words on paper. Um, And I think that's the point that I one of my main points that I wanted to run on other than education. I definitely mentioned those words, forgiveness, understanding, compassion, humility, appreciation and valor, because I wanted to see those words go into the 660 schools in Ohio. Uh, You know, I'm realistic, so I understand I'm not going to be governor of Ohio, but it's more I'm, I'm one of those statement votes. If people write the name Craig Markson, when the state sees that they're at least going to note, you know what, Uh, this guy, he, he has some people that would like to see him in charge and whether I'm in charge or not, the ideas that I'm saying today, you know, I have reason uh to believe that they would be good for people's future, uh like fight corruption and fix education. You know, and I don't think uh too many people would disagree with that. It's just a matter of, okay, well, what are we as individuals doing about it? I choose, and in my life and it's just how things go for me, I choose to fight that system. A system that's corrupt, I'm kind of integrated in it right now and entrenched so much it's like a you know an all-in-type hand that that's what I choose to do and how I go about it. I don't expect other people to, well, and that, that, you know, isn't the route that I think everybody should take what I take.
0: Well, I, I think you're in route right now with about half of America right now, because I was looking at the, the Quincy act poll here the other night and several others, the MSNBC poll. Uh, I watched Fox news, uh, there, there was a lot of polls out here just within the 24, 48 hours before the midterms here, not just with who was going to take the House and the Senate for predictions. But this has been I've been saying this for a year, that your two biggest issues was going to be inflation in the economy and the other one was going to be crime, which goes hand in hand with immigration, drug trafficking, uh, sex trafficking corruption within the law and order system itself. So I think right now you're actually in step with a majority of Americans right now. You're also kind of, I know you're not a party individual, neither am I, but you're kind of sounding like the Republican Party is right now because they're they're saying the same thing. Look, everything has been weaponized against the American public. Everything has been weaponized against conservatives. Everything has been weaponized against the common, normal individual. And the individuals who are criminals and the individuals who feel that they are higher in power, they don't have to answer to standard law and order practices, those are the people that we should be going after. And that that is what I've been seeing in all the polls. You talking about what's happening to you and, and Van Wert County, correct? Correct, yeah. You know, that's kind of like you brought this up to me earlier. I'm going to bring this up to everybody listening. If you go to pepinthestep.com, which is My your website, your yes. website you brought up a very good article here. This was posted on February 17th of 2022. It says more than a dozen former current Van Wert County officials subject to allegations. And you've got that on there. And there's a picture of a of a police officer. He's the sheriff.
1: Yeah, okay. I his, I call him Tom Riggan. Police reports. His name's Tom Rigganbaugh, but uh, I refer to him as Tom Riggan. Police reports, which is why I have his mugshot on my website. And that that when it says more than a dozen uh, former and current Van Wert officials, you know that's from coming out of Lima County. That's from something else that's completely unrelated to me. But when you talk about more than a dozen. This is a small town in Van Wert. It's pretty much everybody. They're talking, they're implicating. When I read the names of the individuals, the county officials in Van Wert, accused of corruption from people outside of me, these are the exact same people who violated me with documentation.
0: Well, let me ask, let me ask you this. Yeah. And I'm not trying to cut you off. I, I, it's a simple question I have here. Have you tried reaching out and looking up? Because you can look this up on record. I mean, you know this. You're a smart. You're a smart guy. I, mean, I know you can look this up and find this out. Have you tried looking up some of these cases with these individuals? These these dozens of individuals who are claiming these allegations against them as well. Why don't you guys go through and try to contact each other, even if your if your cases are not intertwined, and go in for look into
1: class action class lawsuit. action and, lawsuits. and I am in contact with people. Uh, regarding that. And th- that's a great question and a great point. And I think that's, that's what we do. And I think that that's what's happening in terms of why I'll put that out there. Because what I'm saying is these people, that these more than a dozen county officials, they're subject to allegations. I, I was put in jail last year, uh, this time for the same thing for allegations from a Van Wert, uh, county official, an attorney there named Sean Putman. So I was locked up for a week in jail, wasn't able to make an income that week and it was just allegations. That's it. And in court, it was case dismissed due to conflict of interest. That's what they cited. Wouldn't go into detail. But my point was, wait a minute, I never got to face my accuser. He put me in jail for allegations. And you're telling me these dozen officials, they have allegations too, but what happens to them? Nothing. So that's the point as well that There's the common man, like you mentioned, where here, lock them up for a week for allegations. Well, what about these officials that have allegations? They don't just have them coming from me. They have them coming from other people in other counties. And it's the same attorneys. It's the same judges. It's the same magistrates. It's the same law enforcement. So at what point do you look into it? Does the governor, Mike DeWine, look into it? Well, no, he's not. He's not going to. Because he'll probably call his son, Pat DeWine. Who has the police walking next to him in all the commercials when they were given one hundred and seventy million dollars from their from Pat DeWine's dad, Mike DeWine. So the point is, is the corruption within courts and within governments, it's its families that are running things. If I say something about Mike DeWine in a negative light, like he handled the pandemic terribly, uh, he doesn't show any leadership. Well, then Mike DeWine's son, Pat DeWine, who's running to be the highest official in of the Supreme Court in Ohio, probably isn't going to like Craig Marks very much because I'm, I'm kind of taking shots at his dad and saying, hey, man, I want your dad's job. I want to retire your dad and take his job. So the Supreme Court in Ohio, they're going to use their judicial magical powers and say, hey, yeah, let's go get Craig Marks. We could prosecute him through Van Wert again because that's how the system works. It's that shady. And it's, it's that corrupt. And I don't know how that's not a bribe that Mike DeWine gave the police $170 million a year ago. Of course they're endorsing. Of course he gave them the money. So to me, this stuff is what people just need to look at and say, well, yeah, I mean, here, facts are facts. You know, if I were to give $170 million to any agency, I bet you, I would have their loyalty. I bet they would endorse me 12 months from now if I was going to run for something else. So I just hope to be a voice of reason. I hope to, you know, in running, in campaigning, it's just to expose specific corruption that I personally know about in Van Wert County. And that has to be attended to because citizens shouldn't be violated like they are through the courts. Uh, And the courts do it because they've done it. And who holds them accountable? So uh, I look forward to having a trial in Van Wert. I'll keep you posted on that in the coming months um, uh, regarding my situation with that county. But at the same time, you know, I don't want that to be to be the topic of everything with me. I would like to focus on uh, education, which is why I asked Kenny to be here, too, because, you know, Kenny has a lot of experience in education and when. Him and i taught together at harding high school he was able to do something that i wasn't he was able to stay in it long enough to see drastic change from his year one to year say 25 where i taught for about nine years and i could see uh, a difference from the first year i taught to the last year but but not like him so you know, and, I, and I know I've been hogging the mic today. So no, you're if, fine. If you wouldn't mind, and, and, you know, and I like to listen to Penny uh, in terms of picking his brain on what we can do. Is you know, he's a lieutenant governor? I would be governor. And here's the ideas that we want to see to make to make schools better for kids because they've had uh, a hell of a time in the last two years, just like uh, a lot of the parents have.
0: Well, I know right now I can tell you if you're looking at a lot of the races you look up to our neighbors in the north, they're saying right now the election up there for the governor of, of uh, Michigan, they're saying that that's going to come down to the education factor up there. Because the education up there, I guess, is below, way below par. Um, now, if that's true or not, I don't know. I don't live in Michigan. I do have a lot of people who do listen to me in Michigan, especially in Detroit. Um, I don't know. I mean, what... What kind of what kind of areas do you guys see here in Ohio? With the education side? I know we've talked about this briefly. Uh, what what would you like to see changed education wise in Ohio? What do you feel in your either one of you? What, where do you guys feel like the education issue in Ohio needs to be looked at? Well, I mean, you're an educator, I, 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 I value your guys.
2: I don't. I don't believe it's a uh, a, a one item. Uh, I guess it's a reflection also of the society as a whole. Uh, uh, when when you, let's start let's let's start the what would we would consider the top, the universities. Okay, what what in education they always usually have a, a mission statement. There's a mission statement in your school. There's a mission statement here. And there. Okay. Well, what's the mission statement of university? You know, I was always sort of led to believe that they were the ones who were the four. They were the leaders. They were the ones who were going to push you for a better life, better world, you know, better nation. They seemed silent. I mean, we, we just went through COVID uh, protocols and, you know, we have a lot of race issues. Uh, we have a lot of, obviously, on-border problems. But, but I'm not hearing anything coming from the university state in the state of Ohio. You won't. And it's quite, and it's like even when you mentioned Kid of Republicans and and Democrats. I really don't hear a lot from the Republicans either.
0: No, and you're absolutely correct. It's pretty
2: quiet, okay? You know, when things are going on in Ukraine, I'm, I'm not hearing
0: really real
2: military people tell you what's going on. You're hearing it through news, you're hearing it through media. People who are just getting things handed to them and they just say it as though, you know, I didn't hear the governor really talk about what the universities were doing to help out the COVID. You know, uh, get get a vaccine, but what, what are you doing to find out where it came from? Uh, that was science. <laughs> I you, you try to look for that, okay? Now, so yeah. But now you're going to ask them, help fix the education system. Well, maybe they were part of the problem.
0: Well, you're right. They are. But we're
2: asking the entities that may have led to these problems to solve our problems. So maybe this is the chance for the average person, the average parent, to really get involved now. Don't leave it up to other individuals. But when you do that, put it in the hands of people who not only are qualified, That actually have the best interest of all those parties, not just because you want it your way. You know, you have to allow the people who do these things. So, I think you have to start there. I mean, you could say, "Hey, you know, want more mathematics? Want more science?" Well, I don't know if I would rely on science right now because science hasn't done a whole lot for a lot of people. I don't think.
0: No. I agree with you. I mean, you're seeing that all over the place. You're seeing parents actually getting involved and becoming, you know, on school boards now running for school boards. I think you're right. I think they do need to have more people within the college um, administration from the top down.
2: And and, okay. And then when you do that, have a plan. Where do you want to go? Is this favorable? Okay, just don't say, hey, I want this, I want that. A lot of people can tell you that. It's like, you know, I don't understand all of Craig's position, what what he's going through in his life. I I don't. I don't know. But in education, okay, why do we keep getting it confused? Why is instead of what what child is learning in school, you're more concerned about, okay, he has to have a mask, he has to have maybe CRT, he has to understand all these other things. But day-to-day life, what he has to do, how he has to function, how he has to get along with his neighbor, how he has to communicate, well, maybe some of those problems will go away if we just go back to simplicity and not worry about the hypothetical and the
0: theoretical. No, I agree with you. I mean... (laughs) This is where I have an issue with, with education, where it stands right now. If you go back, you go back 30 years ago. To me, that was a pretty good standard of education when I went through school. It wasn't the best, it had its flaws, but they worked on the key fundamentals of education and in, in each department, reading, writing, arithmetic, science, history. Now. I'll, I'll give everyone a, a great example here. I won't say the school. It is here in Marion, where I'm from. My oldest daughter is in fourth grade. Now in fourth grade, I, I know you both as educators here. Shouldn't you agree most kids should know how to tell time? What What grade do you think that should have already been achieved?
1: What, well, kindergarten? First grade? I mean, first
0: grade, that's that's, that's where yeah. I, I hit it, was first grade with telling time. That was standard in mathematics. They haven't even taught this. I'm having to do this on my own time. Well, <laughs> you're, you're having
2: to do a lot of things. just like, okay, what kind of medicine should you do? What kind of food should you eating? You're doing everything. We're all doing everything, even adults. The adults have already gone through the schooling. But that's why I'm I'm getting back to the society. Your society has allowed everything to just decay decay, and go on its own. And someone's going to take care of it for you. They're mm-hmm. looking for, some people call it a messiah complex. Let someone else do
1: it. Someone's going to save us. Maybe we need to save yeah. Well, Maybe, real quick, in your daughter's defense, she sees a lot of digital clocks in her life. Where you grew up with those analog clocks, you didn't have the digital clocks. So it's a different thing for them, but I'll get into the education. Kenny gave very good points, and uh, but go ahead, and then we'll yeah, get I
0: into I I'm not trying to cut everybody off. I'm I'm twenty twenty eight minutes, almost twenty nine minutes here into the first part of the broadcast. I have to break for my first commercial timeout for my Think Local first. Um, so just we're gonna go right back into the topic here of, of education when we come back. So stay tuned. We've got much, much more to discuss on tonight's show. My friends, how many people here love to fly? Maybe you've been on a vacation where it requires you to get in a big commercial airliner. Or, or maybe you live somewhere local where you have an owner operator and a small piloted plane who, who does personal rides. Well, if you're someone who loves to fly, or maybe you've never flown before, maybe you have some some kids or family members you'd like to take up in the air, or maybe you just like to do some sightseeing, maybe see a sunset, take a night fly somewhere here around the Ohio area, Uh, maybe locally, maybe a couple miles out. Maybe you're someone who likes to do further rides for longer periods of time. Or again, maybe you're a photographer, like to do some of those nice aerial pictures. Well, I have a great company for you. It's Sparks Fly. It is here in Mount Gilead, Ohio. It is a veteran owned and operated a business here and it's it's owned by pilot and owner Keith Sparks and I'm gonna tell you I had my kids go up here about a week ago and they had a phenomenal time going up in that plane of his now he's got many different types of airplane rides available from a mini tour your basic tour good values better values all the way up to even night flies uh, they go anywhere up from about 20 minutes all the way up to an hour and 30 minute ride prices vary on depending on the weather conditions the time of the year and where you want to go but again great great company a great aerial view and i'm telling you you will love this if you've never experienced this before it, it, he is, he's got a great company hands down so they even do flight instructions for individuals too. Maybe you want to get your pilot's license. They do that as well. There's several different ways to contact Sparks Fly, and that is one, you can go to their webpage with it which is www.sparksflyllc.com. You can also call owner Keith Sparks phone number 419 419- 5606130, or even drop him a line at Keith at com. Hello there ladies and gentlemen, it's me again, Charles Nash, your host from Political Theater. When you wake up in the morning, you're tired. You're trying to fumble around the bedroom, find your way down the stairs into your kitchen. And what's the one thing you want to do? You want to get woke up. Well, that's where I have a problem. In the morning, I try to find the best coffee that I possibly can. The regular things off the store shelves just don't work for me, but I found a coffee and a company that does. It's called Black Rifle Coffee. Now, Black Rifle Coffee is made and owned by veterans here in the United States. They serve a premium coffee. The coffee is imported from highly qualified coffee beans from Colombia and Brazil. They're roasted for five days at their facilities in Manchester, Tennessee and Salt Lake City, Utah. They have some of the best coffee that you can imagine one cup and even a half a cup gets me woke up in the morning and I've got enough energy to carry me through the rest of the day so I'm here to tell you about Black Rifle Coffee you can go online to blackriflecoffee.com order from their webpage they will ship it to your house directly they've got several different kinds of roasts and again some of the best coffee you'll ever have. That's Black Rifle Coffee, and if you don't wanna believe me, or take my word for it, go to their website, you can get a free trial yourself and taste the magic in their coffee. Again, that's Black Rifle Coffee. Try it. Stress, headaches, and long hours at work that pain in your lower back that just won't go away. Day after day, week after long week. You for once wish you could be pampered. Get some feeling of relaxation you've long deserved. Well, I'm happy to announce you can. And it's easy, affordable, and just a click or phone call away. When life has taken away my relaxation, I check into the Tailored Massage Therapy and Wellness. Located at 6174 Commerce Drive, Suit E in Mount Galliard, Ohio. Tailored Massage, Therapy, and Wellness offer a wide variety of services, including relaxation massage, therapeutic deep tissue massage, cupping, hot stones, prenatal massage, facials, facial waxing and cupping, eyebrow tinting and eyelash lifting, CBD muscle mender, and even aromatherapy. They are a five-star rated business. Operating hours are Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. For more information, check out their Facebook page or tailoredmassagetherapyandwellness.com. You can also contact them by email at tailoredmassagewellness at gmail.com or by phone area code 567-233-3288 My friends, how many people here have a driveway or maybe have a driveway that needs repaired? Well, I have a great company here. It is KB the Gravel Guy LLC. Now they are located in Mid Ohio, in the Ohio area. They are basically a gravel company. They will come in, completely redo your driveway. Maybe you have some holes that need to be filled in. Well, KB the Gravel Guy can take care of that for you. Now I have their information here. You can rather go to their Facebook page under KB the Gravel Guy, or. You can give them a telephone call, area code 419-564-7231, or you can even message them through their Facebook page and app. Again, that's KB the Gravel Guy for all of your gravel needs. When you are in need of drain and plumbing services, there's only one place, ladies and gentlemen, for local service that you can actually rely on. That is Dolan Drain and Plumbing Service. Located in Cardington, serving the Morrow County area, Dolan Drain and Plumbing offer quality service and customer satisfaction. With drain cleaning, camera inspections, and a full plumbing service, they offer a 24-7 emergency service for you and your family when the unexpected rears its ugly head. Billing is easy and affordable, and they offer a 10% off for services with cash payments. So if you are in need of a drain or a plumbing service issue, call Doolin and Plumbing Service, area code 419 560 6807 and put your drain and plumbing services in their hands you'll be thankful you did folks hello ladies and gentlemen it's me Charles Nash from Political Theater you know I get to do a lot of local ads for small businesses and businesses that are just opening up here in Ohio. And out of all of them that I've done ads for, there's one that really stands out to me just because of the story behind it, and it's so touching. That would be Footprints and Wax. Now they are a fairly new, small family business. They are located between Galleon and Mount Gilead, Ohio. They create all-natural, hand-poured, soy wax melts. All-natural, chemical-free, face, Body, hand feet and lip scrubs chemical free products that help eliminate many dangerous toxins from entering the home and our bodies they also create hand painted beautiful wooden ornaments for any occasion the perfect gift for loved ones and with the holidays just around the corner who could pass up on their wide variety of gift baskets they have to offer Pricing is reasonable and affordable. They provide a professional and speedy process while also trying to maintain the highest quality of products for their customers. Working hours are Monday through Sunday, 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. For more information, you can find them on Facebook, Instagram, or on their webpage at www.footprintsandwax.com. Or you can call the owner, Missy Boggs, area code 419-569-1222 for further questions. And tell him that Charles Nash from Political Theater sent you. Thanks, folks. And we are back coming in from our first commercial timeout here. Coming back into the show now for the second part. And I had a Billy Idol there with a Rebel Yell. And that's kind of what it's come down to, especially with everything going into the midterm elections where you have heard for months and weeks in days about who you should vote for and these are the policies, these are the issues, well now after hearing all of that you get to go and cast your vote and your voice tomorrow the only thing I'm going to say the country is not going in the right direction, that's that's my two cents, everyone has heard me go on about this since Trump lost and I'm I'm telling you From the bottom of my heart, I really, really hope people out there, like I preach all the time, look at the policy, forget the party. Policy is going to trump everything, no pun intended there. So please, go out and vote. Vote with your conscience. Vote for the policy and the direction that you think that we need to go in as a country and as a working society now when we went to commercial break again i am with uh craig marks and kenny norris here tonight and we were talking about several things from corruption and and the law enforcement uh, here in ohio and some of the counties uh, we were talking about the education issues here in Ohio, and as an education as a whole, from top to bottom, the issues with it. And we were we had went to commercial break talking about that, so we're going to get right back into the swing of the issues with education. Now, I had cut you off to go to commercial, uh, so Craig, I'm I'm going to go back to you here.
1: Yeah, I appreciate it. What I was going to say regarding education you first posed that question was if we can really make the focus of the entire educational system around the self-efficacy of the child or the student, meaning if you increase the self-efficacy of a student, you're taking their belief and their ability to learn and you're enhancing that and it's a derivative of confidence and it's very simplistic. It is, hey, let's create an environment, we'll call them schools, and we send these students or the kids to the schools where they can learn to develop confidence in themselves and their ability to learn. And it's a place where they can learn to thrive uh, physically, uh, mentally, and emotionally. And schools do not put the physical part of the student uh, in the driver's seat that kind of gets pushed to the side Uh, And I think we need to really look into how much activity in terms of uh, calisthenics and exercise and just get kids outside. Uh, Even if you're walking around the track and, you know, I know with math class how we would uh, go around the track once. Well, that's 400 meters. Well, let's go four times. So we times it by four. That's 1,600 meters. Okay, there's a mile. So now you can kind of do some conversions between, you know, uh, the the meters and, and miles and things like that um so you know the point that I'm trying to make is take a completely different route with education and actually make the focal point the confidence of the student um, where you try to help that student grow uh, in uh, Kenny mentioned you know what are you feeding them mm-hmm. uh, are we feeding them protein bars are you feeding them fiber bars um, are you feeding them oatmeal uh, uh, or you know water good water um, you know what are we putting in the kids in terms of their, uh, their food and drink, and that needs to be looked at. So I think we should get away from the curriculum in terms of it's a capacity issue, teach them a bunch of stuff. And it's like a sensory, uh, overload for a lot of the kids. Uh, and you have to take, uh, you know, the less is more approach. So that would be my two cents on education and how I think, uh, we should move forward in Ohio those people that are involved in education, like Kenny and I used to be, um, if you're still involved in education, I would advise you to take that route. Um, uh, Focus on the student self-efficacy, number one. Um, Feed them healthy, number two, and get them to do a lot of physical activity. Uh, Don't just have them sit in desks. And, uh you know do group work all day you know get them up and moving around and get them outside take them on field trips i don't know what happened to field trips anymore those were like the greatest days when you're in elementary school or wherever middle school you take a field trip and uh you know get, get field trips again if mike dewine could give 170 million dollars to law enforcement i don't know why i didn't give it to the fire department i know you were talking about the marion fire department needs money rather than them asking you who you know you're like most people you're struggling. Um,
0: well, and you're and you're right. And 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 speaking of that, you're right. When we were on break, I I got a this message, this text message, and it it was for support your firefighters. Vote yes for the the Marion City Fire Levy. I'm gonna go ahead and just say this: if you live in Marion County, vote that down. I know people are gonna say, but the red the red line. We gotta support. I look, I support the firefighters, I support law enforcement. Here's the problem. Why should I have to pay more in taxes? When we have incompetence running or who was running the fire department here in Marion? Because this is the other thing that was not talked about down at City Hall. It has not been talked about to the to people living here in the city of Marion. Because there's a lot of people I have talked to this about. And they had no idea about this, because it's been hushed hushed It's well we you, you just need to support the firefighters, we, we need an, a, a new fire building, we need two new engines. Well, why do you need those things? Here's a great example. They need two new fire engines, because one, they wrecked one, they bent the frame, They had an inexperienced brand new firefighter who had no previous experience on a fire engine and they wrecked it so why is that up to the taxpayers here in marion why is that up to me to pay because we didn't have any supervision and training in the fire department here in marion or maybe it's because they don't do um They don't do inspections correctly on their 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 fire engines they are no different if you look at a semi truck you have to do your point-to-point inspections before you ever leave your, your place of business so why are we not doing this in the marion city fire department then they say well we need a new building what's wrong with the one we have well you know it's more than 50 60 years old so What's wrong with it? Well, it's not an ideal location where where we, we, we want it. If it's in Marion, if it's in the city limits, what the hell does it matter? These guys go in there, they sleep, they get a call, they go out to the call. That's it. You don't need a luxury firehouse. You know, when I was in Fort Knox, Kentucky, doing my basic training, it was like the slums of the military. It wasn't the greatest thing in the world. I, I don't see them asking for money to upgrade anything. And we had we had stuff from I'm not kidding you. We had things from the Korean War we were using. So it just it kind of makes me mad when they they say, we want you to support this. And it's not just the fire levy here in Mary, which don't don't vote it. I'm telling you, it's going to raise everyone's taxes. And it's not needed. They also misappropriated funds, so they want people to pay for that, the taxpayers. Well, I'm, I'm sorry to say this. If you misappropriate funds, that's your own problem. Go to City Hall to have that fixed. I'm sure they can give you tons of money that they have just sitting around that they waste anyway. That's my two cents. And it's not just Marion, there's other things as well that we waste money on. I could go on and on.
1: I I could probably answer the question. I don't know the specifics of the fire truck that was crashed here in Marion, but if that's the case, then there should be an insurance policy that covers that. And then if that insurance policy did cover that, which it should have, then the insurance company is going to jack up the price to the city of Marion and say, Hey, next year for the renewal, you guys are going to owe us 12% more we pay last year, so what happens is the city then will just pass that on to you. Oh yeah. But what they do is not only pass it on to you, they'll pass it on to you to where you're paying for uh, that price difference in the increased insurance policy that's coming plus some, and it's like skimming off the top. That's the reality what happens, and people don't want to hear that. So you've caught on, Charles. You understand the uh, politics of they're trying to fish at you. Hey, support the firemen, just vote yes, and then you'll pay a little bit more, you know, it's like chipping away here and chipping away there. And if you don't support your firemen and your teachers and your law enforcement, then you're bad. So you have to vote for them. And look, you could support firemen, you could support law officers, you could support teachers and, and people should. Um, uh, however, when the politics starts to play on people's emotions and kind of tug at their heartstring to get into their wallet when people's wallets are already thin. That's when you have reactions like you have. And I share those because, you know, I I think the same way in Youngstown. And I just look at my own. I'm 41 years old in my own financial situation. And I could do the math. I understand why I am where I am. And things just don't add up in what Kenny mentioned earlier in society. How are things in society?
0: Well, you you know what this reminds me of? The, when I when I get text messages like this over these levies, especially this one, it reminds me of what we've had to put up with, with what they just passed with Joe Biden and the Democrats there in the House and the Senate with this, with the issue with inflation, the Inflation Reduction Act. What the hell? Ha- I mean, it was, it's the same principle. It really is just at a higher level. It's, well, let's spend money. And what was it? 1.9 trillion. And then what they say, well, how are we going to pay for that? Oh, well, we'll, we'll just tax everybody more. Then it was, no, we're not really going to tax everybody. Don't, don't, that's, that's a Republican thing. That, that That's a lie. Well, how are you going to pay for it? Well, we just hired a lot of IRS agents and we're, we're also going to weaponize them. And then next tax season, we're, We're just going to close the loophole. So basically what you're going to do is you're, they're going to come in and penny pinch everybody. And that's what I equate these things to. They they want you to pass these things. It's, well, if you don't pass them, you're un-American. You're saving America.
2: Well, yes, this is part of the confusion in our society. Think about it. Some of those very same people are saying, there is no inflation. And if inflation exists, it was caused by a political party that people understand what inflation is. But yet you have a bill that says inflation reduction. Well, if there is no inflation, or if another party was the one who started, people even (laughs) understanding, think about how ridiculous the whole thing is. See, everything is just secular and you're going nowhere. You're using all these words of to cover, but yet it's, it's, it doesn't even make sense. It's nonsensical. Then, I mean, we could get into what's going on a bigger stage, you know, when, when they're asking about basketball players and singers and, and, and what they have an opinion on. But yet at the other time, they were supposed to speak up. They were supposed to be part of it. But as soon as they say something that doesn't suit someone, well, they're wrong. Well, what did they say? Well, you never really hear. You 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 get an opinion, but th- there's not a face to face conversation. It doesn't seem like. Maybe maybe this is too big, and then people from the outside they they're judging everyone. They're judging these guys.
0: Well, there is, there is you're right. There's the breakdown. It, it's in it's in two problem areas. There is no face to face anymore. There, There is no conversation. There's no debate even. Or you have this, this whole notion now that if you say something, it doesn't even have to be offensive. I could say my favorite color is red. And you have someone say, well, no, my, your favorite color has to be blue. You're wearing a blue shirt. And then they get offended by it. There's no conversation. Are we talking
1: about attorneys in Van Wert County right now? We might. <laughs> okay.
2: But it's just like in, in, in the education system. Okay, well, who, who gets put in charge? You know, why, why aren't they stepping up? They're, they're supposed to be the leaders. They're supposed to be developing leaders for our country and our world. Well, where, where's it coming from? Where, it's, it's I'm I'm a little bit perplexed here because we use words in a circular fashion. What suits us, and then it becomes nonsensical but yet it's supposed to be very coherent and very understandable but it's not so think about the just the verbiage about inflation that, well, yeah. it's been denied oh it doesn't exist oh yeah but we're creating a bill that has inflation used in it and then we're saying and then there are commentators who say well a political party interrogated people to believe that what inflation because <laughs> they're they're not smart enough to really figure out what the word means but it's been around a long time. It's like all oh, this the new science. But yet when a Pfizer person goes before parliament and says we went at the speed of science, which means we didn't test it. What's that mean? How can you use science but yet you didn't test? You didn't you didn't test. But that's the speed of science. That's new verbiage for me.
0: Well, the speed of science means we we got a bunch of money and we, we got it from this big lie. And then it was, it was, well, we filled our pockets and we can sustain ourselves now. So we'll just keep pumping out whatever the hell we think science really is with, (laughs) I based this on absolutely nothing.
2: but then then in the public now people expect an athlete or a singer to half down everything they say to a science so that they, can explain themselves without actually maybe not understanding what you're saying to them. Because who would anymore? Because we keep changing the definitions. We keep changing what they mean. So it's going to be very difficult for all of us. I guess it it would be like the biblical story of the Tower of Babel, where all of a sudden all the humans could no longer speak one language. And I think we're turning our world and our society into paradoxically like the tower of the
1: United Nations because the building they built looks like that. But I know what you're saying and uh, that makes sense. Charles, you brought up some good points I kind of wanted to touch on cuz I do yeah. I, I love talking about, you know, our current political stuff uh, and at the same time also trying to dissect you know what do we need to do to get some solutions to have a better future and when you talked about grants and just the money and the appropriations you know, that's what i think people should really start to focus on and think about is yeah wait a minute who's spending all the money and how much are they spending um where are they allocating this money to and, and who's getting all of it Well, that's
0: just like with with, with the money i just read today this was on Newsmax. Today, they said this year alone for 2022, they said that both parties have put up new astronomical um, money out there, funds, for their campaigning this year. And I'm thinking, where the hell is all this money coming from? If everybody is broke, where who's, who's these big ma- major donors? The Republican Party this year, they said it was uh, four point nine billion this year, and it was like two point five for the Democratic Party this year. Just just within the last, they said seven to eight months.
1: Yeah, I think it was uh, at least they reported in Youngstown. Mitch McConnell gave uh, forty million dollars to JD Vance, who's running for Senate for the Republican Party. Now that's a massive amount of money to come from an individual or a party, $40 million in, in to use that to campaign, to try to get in a position of a powerful seat. And that to me is the whole insanity of our system. That's currently governing us is $40 million. When people now are struggling like crazy, they are now there's people that, aren't so they don't understand the multitudes that are and when you're in that position you're looking at the money and saying yeah wait a minute who has all this money and what are they doing with it because my gosh i mean some of these jobs that are out there uh that people aren't filling it's because they're paying eight bucks an hour ten bucks an hour six bucks an hour hey you might make some tips and maybe you can make 15 to 20. hey that sounds like a lot of money if you were talking to me in 1960. Uh, and how much was gas back then, but when gas is four bucks or it was five bucks months ago, uh, you know, Hey, you know, this 10 to $15 an hour, it doesn't look so good in reality. Uh, and, and then you start to look at, well, you know, how does this person have all the billions and millions that they have now? How does bill gates have all this money that he has just to give to the foundations, uh, that, that he runs and, uh, you see this shadiness that exists. But, you know, when you're on the lower end of the sticker, when you start to get drained financially, it kind of squeezes you real quick. And then you realize, well, here, I guess I have to stay healthy because when you get financial stress, uh, it causes you to get sick or, uh, you know, and then you have, uh, you know, viruses or cellular debris. I've I've read that that's what viruses really are. In in uh, reality, it's just, you know. You're you're going through cellular debris, and you got your body's got to get rid of things, and your immunity, your immune system has to be enhanced. So you know, well, what enhances the immune system? Regulate your body weight. Number one, uh, you know, get proper sleep. Um, you know, make sure you're eating proper spices and herbs and things. You know, people could Google search that. So I think we have to kind of get away from the insanity that we're in, uh, and start to get back to things that uh, just Makes sense. Go
2: ahead. I don't know. Is that, what's a, there used to be an old term, I guess, for some of your question. Is this monopoly money?
0: I, I'm starting I mean, to think so.
2: Well, like you said, it, uh, we changed the definitions. Maybe monopoly money is now real money.
0: It might be. You may be correct uh, on it,
2: that. Like I said, I, I'm confused by so many things right now and how people can just keep changing it, what fits a narrative. And I think we got to tear down the house of Babel, go back to uh, well, what I'm, used to be called common sense. But, you know, common sense now is not common.
0: Well, I mean, that, that's just like <laughs> you want to talk about common sense and changing of, of verbiage. I always thought that a vaccination means you, you get a vaccination, you get the shot once right. or maybe it's in a two step and you're done. You're vaccinated. Now that definition doesn't exist which I have to bring this up. I said I was gonna mention this when we went to commercial break and we came back. By the way, if you work for Ohio Health, I wanna go ahead and throw this out here. Did you know because it's not being publicly told to new employees or employees that are there, you can sign a waiver not to get the shot the covid shot i would not call it a vaccine everybody knows i would not call it a vaccine but you can sign a waiver voiding that you need that as a required shot but they're not making this publicly known to their new recruitment or employees or current employees i just learned this here last monday through two sources that work at Marion General Hospital. One, one of these individuals, actually, that's their job, they're part of HR is to, they hire the new staff to to fill the positions. And they were, I was sitting down having dinner with them here last week. And they were talking about, we, we were talking about just just like we're talking here with changing of verbiage the the back and forth stupidity about well you need this we put all the science behind this we really didn't well now you really don't well you might and then the courts coming out and saying well now you, 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 we can't force somebody to do that kind of like if you seen here 2 weeks ago in New York the 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 actual su- uh, supreme court there said that they had to the city of new york had to go through and back pay and rehire everybody that they had fired or let go because of the covid vaccine that it's unconstitutional so i just find it funny now because first it was well we're getting rid of them because you have to get the the shot
2: okay well let's talk about education how about the schools in new york do the universities that have required i'm assuming that they required like in ohio a lot of universities still require the shot, right? Oh yeah. So since it was defined as unconstitutional, so now do they have to now permit students who don't get that shot to be to be reinstated? Do they get to come back? Do they get back? Say if they started school and lost their funding and so forth, do they get that back also?
0: Well, that's a good question. Look at look at the military. the military just came out remember they they let all of these people go they they said if you didn't get the jab you you would be given your 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 dd-214 walking paper and we would honorably discharge you because that was my question with that one are you going to be honorably discharged or is it going to be a dishonorable discharge they just retracted that here two weeks ago and said well we didn't hit our numbers for the first time in, in 20 years this is all the branches. Well, now we're, we're 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 kind of moving away from the COVID-19 shot. What do you mean you're moving away? So you didn't hit your number. It's the same thing, the question you posed with the university there. If they didn't get their funding because they didn't have enough students coming in, well, you know. I, again, I don't know. I don't know where, don't where know where's, the answer is. Where,
2: where's, where's your leadership? Where's the... Okay, we're we're moving at the speed of science (laughs) evidently. Whatever that means. I I don't know. Does that mean slow now? We're going to go real slow. That is out, but we're going to go so slow that we're going to keep things that we instituted years ago.
1: I think people should look into also these shots that they're recommending for people, and they have been strongly now for about a year and a half. They should look into the damage. That they've caused some people, because if uh, I don't know, let's just hypothetically say a thousand people are going to get jabbed in their arm to take this, uh, this whatever this concoction is, wherever they're cooking up the what's in the vial there, that liquid that they're putting in people. Uh, I would say uh, not everybody uh, does well after that, and there's some people that have gotten pretty jacked up that they could say, look, I didn't have any of these issues prior to getting injected with something that, that I was told was was gonna be good and that I wouldn't get sick or I wouldn't transmit it. And I ended up getting sick and then getting other people sick. And you know, they have to look into that side of things. And maybe that's why things are starting to be overturned because there's undeniable, irrefutable evidence in cases of people being damaged physically, mentally, emotionally, Joe firm. Biden. <laughs> <laughs> okay,
2: well, only, I'll want i take it beyond the physical. I don't know, but I, I've heard of studies out there that now confirm or suggest there's a strong correlation that maybe our children that are in school are now Behind by a year or two in certain subject areas, especially in our poor communities, because of not being in school. Is that true? Is it? I want to know from the universities. Are those factual because of people not being able to get to school, especially in the poor?
0: Well, communities? you you won't get that data about like you won't get the data about what is actually in the shot and the statistics of what they. The, the research that went into that because well it would it would be over seven, 70,000 pages and we, we just can't release that. that. before you say anything, I ha- I'm at 29 minutes. I have to go to a commercial timeout here. When we come back, we'll continue on this. I also have some some news topics here that we will go over as well. So stay tuned and we will be right back. Need an outside cleaning? Better
2: call ProSelect!
0: House siding, brick or exterior dirtied or mildewed? Better call ProSelect! Deck looking dingy or yellowed? Better call ProSelect! How about gutter stains or window smudges? You
2: better call ProSelect!
0: ProSelect Exterior Cleaning and Services. For more information or to schedule a free estimate, call 740-504-8311 Or visit their website at ProSelect LLC or Facebook. Email them at ProSelect.es at gmail.com for more information. When it comes to Mother Nature, anything is possible. And with the unknown possibility comes severe weather. With these severe weather, what usually happens, you get down trees. Once the tree is removed, you've got these stumps just sitting everywhere. They're ungodly and they're just sitting in your yard, folks, rather in the backyard, the front yard, up against your house, and they're just a sight for sore eyes. You have to mow around them. You have to stare at them through your windows. Your neighbors don't like seeing it. It makes your property values go down. And over time, stumps start to decay, become sinkholes, or even become bug infested. And who wants to have to call an exterminator for an extra cost? But folks, there is an answer to this problem. It's called Nidheart's Stump Removal and Land Clearing Operations. A family-owned and operated business, Neidhart's Stump Removal offers not only stump removal, but forestry, logging, tree cutting services, demolition, as well as excavation, and they're fully insured if something would happen while they're on the job. For more information, you can contact them at 740-751-5654, or visit their website at www.neidhartsstumpremoval.com, or send your questions to Info at NineHeartStumpRemoval.com Time. A word we take for granted. As the years pass by, so does one's age. Families and loved ones share memories and moments. Many times, as loved ones pass on, they bequeath antiques from their past. That end up carrying on into the future through their loved ones, as antique items are handed down through generation to generation. Friends, if you're someone like me, antiques are a way to pass along one story onto the next generation. And maybe that's why my friends at the On the Square Antiques specialize in just that antiques. Located in downtown Mount Gilead, Ohio, on the square, antiques feature fine antiques, collectibles, furniture, grand millennial, granny chick, artwork, and very nice jewelry. Store hours are Wednesday through Saturday, 10 a.m. to 4 p.m., and Sunday, 12 to 4 p.m., they arrange payments very easily and you can pick up at your own convenience or shipping options are available for more information check out their facebook page on on the square antiques or you can message them at on the square antiques at yahoo.com or even by phone area code 614-330-6322 and as they always say happy antiquing. How many people love sweets? Well, if you're anything like me, folks, you always have that sweet tooth. But there's a solution when it comes to your sugar delight needs. Introducing Sprinkle Lisa Cookies and Cake Cream. With over 40 plus years in bakery experience, Sprinkle, Lisa Cookies & Cakery is your one-stop shop for all your bakery sweets that you're ever gonna need, folks. From delicious sugar cookies decorated to match any special party or party theme occasion, pies and amazing cupcakes, from garment flavors to traditional, and fabulous wedding cakes, for that one-in-a-lifetime moment. Sprinkle Lisa Cookies & Cakery is hands down the professional and dependable business that you need to order from. For more information, contact Sprinkle Lisa Cookies & Cakery at 419-709-0918. Or check out their Facebook page for more details and special offers. Dad, I want a cookie. Looks like I'm going to be making a late night order to Lisa Sprinkles Cookies and Cakeries, folks. Coming in here to our final part of the show, I have uh, ACDC here, Hell's Bells, and that's kind of what it sounds like here, is um, the country is in the state of going through hell, unless we somehow manage to get back on the track to sanity. Now again, I have Craig Marks here and Kenny Norris uh, with me here tonight on the show, And we were talking about uh, education. We've been talking about corruption within, you know, law enforcement issues regarding the topics here in the state of Ohio, talking a little bit about the um, elections that's going to be getting ready to take place tomorrow, which, by the way, they are right in candidates. So if you have listened to them here on the show or you're listening here tonight and you want to write their names in on the ballots, if you do not want to, Vote for a Republican or a Democrat, which to me, honestly, it seems like we're voting for two Democrats, which is Mike DeWine or Nan Whaley. You can write them in. You can.
1: Yeah, and you should. We're more of a statement vote. If you write the name Craig Marks in for governor, uh, it will be uh, a vote that uh, I I believe Mike DeWine is going to ultimately be governor. uh, You know, when candidates run for office and they have no shot and they still tell, I believe I'm going to win. You know, I always wonder, do you genuinely believe that? Or are you just saying that? Why don't you just be honest? And you know, I can be honest about the situation. I mean, Mike DeWine, he'll be governor. Um, He's just not a good governor. I, I want to do at least challenge him, challenge him publicly. And also at the same time, be able to get out ideas that, you know, maybe it can catch wind people that are in positions. Like if you're in education, Again, put those words, uh, you know, put them in your classroom. Maybe uh, you won't uh, go through the investigation I did regarding those six words, and and you won't be told by your school and by the state that you have to take them down. But uh, I did want to bring up a point tonight, because if I'm saying uh, that uh, I'd like to see the words forgiveness, understanding, compassion, humility, appreciation, and valor in the schools, then I'd like to also say, that there's a lot of things going on right now uh regarding uh uh the the vaccination status of you know people that haven't been vaccinated and I, i'm one of them i i was uh, very much against the vaccines from uh prior to them coming out to them when they started and uh i was not getting an injection in me if anybody uh would try to put me in that situation i would tell them that i was going to stab them uh, <laughs> And, you know, they so it's like, well, that's how I feel. That's what you're telling me. You're going to stab me and you're trying to force. So get that away from me. I, I took a very strong position. I would say I lost maybe some friendships over that, but, you know, it's, it's unfortunate, but it's the same where, you know, now these people that went and got injections, you know, uh, some of them aren't even around anymore, uh, but uh, the people that have and then now have realized, hey, wait a minute, maybe that person that didn't get one you know, maybe they were right. And maybe I shouldn't have got one. but maybe, you know, so, hey, can you forgive me? And a lot of people are saying, hey, don't forgive people. And and I think that that's a bad thing. I think you have to be able to forgive people. Um, and yeah, you, you don't have to forget it and you can understand the situation. But at the same time, I think once you start, you know, whether you're, you're spreading around the memes right now, like, hey, never forgive these people, never forgive them for, you know, some people, Uh, looked at people who didn't get the vaccination and, you know, they would look at me and say that I was threatening them just because I didn't take a a shot. And, you know, to me, that's, that's insane. It's kind of like blaming somebody for something when you're just projecting onto them. And, uh, you know, a lot of that happened, but I still think it's important um, uh, to, to focus on that uh, when people say, Hey, never forgive them, never forgive them. Kind of, I think people should be careful with that. Uh, I think people should forgive people for things. Um, so you know, I did want to mention that today because I feel like I don't want the country going in that direction. Like you were mentioning, you know, uh, you know, people have to kind of hey push back. We want to go in a good direction. You know, if people say, hey, look, I was against uh, Craig because he refused to get a shot, but now you know, I understand. For me to kind of chastise them no you know and say well no that's what you did i think it would be better for me to say hey it's all good you know no big
0: deal so so basically what you're saying is don't don't be a pelosi here don't don't go after someone with a sledgehammer (laughs) you know i got in trouble the other day on the show because i i played coming back the song sledgehammer by peter gabriel And I was talking about that and someone sent me an email and they said, did you purposely do that? I'm like, I didn't even really put two and two together. It was a regular
1: hammer, not a sledgehammer. I understand. And there was two of them originally, but then it went to just one hammer. (laughs) Uh, A lot of the story changed. Um, Yeah. That again, again, getting into the the politics of the the big levels up there, the federal stuff. um, I don't see, I don't see Joe Biden as being around much longer. I think, uh cognitively he's shot.
0: Oh, um, he's gone.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I look at someone like Nancy Pelosi, she's the same. I mean, just if you look at recent stuff from a few days ago, you know, these people, they're they're older and they're losing it mentally.
0: Look, when you're out on the on the White House lawn and you're you're talking to no one, and then the Easter bunny has to redirect you back to where you need to be. You should not be commander in chief. I mean, honestly,
1: correct and see and that's the problem with how things are today. I'll give you an example going into the political race uh, between Tim Ryan and JD Vance. It's for the uh, US senator seat and it's uh, to replace Rob Portman, which Rob Portman. I don't know why he was in Ukraine last week, but they showed him uh, last week in Ukraine doing some.
0: Oh, you didn't hear the slogan that he came out with? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. It it made headlines here the other day. He said, "You should. What was it? I'm going to get this right. You should stand with Ukraine because Ronald Reagan would." Yeah. I just read this here yesterday from him.
1: Something fishy's going on there um, in Ukraine. But uh, going back to you know Tim Ryan when he's running against JD Vance, um, he basically was using negative connotations with JD Vance questioning that, uh, you know, he, he thought that the election was rigged and that, uh, you know, Biden didn't win. And, you know, all like these crazy people that believe that, well, I'm listening to Tim Ryan and I'm saying, well, Tim, you're insulting me right now. Like I'm a voter and I'm not voting for you because you're publicly making fun, degrading an individual first for believing. Uh, that, yeah, I think the election was rigged. When I look at the numbers, and I brought this up to you before, if Joe Biden can't pull 200 people to a crowd uh, and uh, you know Trump's pulling in 20,000 people, you're not going to convince me based off the numbers that the guy that struggled to get 200 people broke voting records, uh, over 81 million people had more than Obama. It, it's
0: That's ludicrous. I want to read this to you as you just brung this up. Because I'm you, you just threw me right into where steered me right into where I was going. I, w- I want to read this to everybody here. This is from Newsmax today. It says DOJ to monitor 24 states for voting rights compliance. So here, here's a, here it is in the article. It says U.S. Department, the Justice Department announced on Monday it will monitor 64. Um, jurisdictions in 24 states to ensure compliance with federal voting rights and laws. The DOJ Civil Rights Division has regularly monitored elections around the country ever since the passage of the Voting Rights Act of 1965. Getting into the bottom of this, they said it has to do with allegations of corruption at the voting pools. Now, wait a minute. Did we not? We we were just talking about this. Who who said last time when this was brung up? Well, there's there's no there's no fraud going on at the election pool. Well, so if that's the case, why are the same people who was who were saying, well, there's there was no cheat"? We have to open up a January sixth committee. We have to go after Donald Trump. We have to go after anybody and make him a conspiracy theorist if. They question the election integrity of 2020. Now, all of a sudden, the same people who were saying, no, 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 no. There's no man behind the mirror here. No man behind the curtain. Now they're screaming, well, we have to have the Justice Department go in and monitor this because, well, there, there could be fraud. Yeah, there's no I, one else see it, this no, to be really too.
1: on there. All the commercials are on TV right now. And they have a Frank LaRose commercial, who's Secretary of State. And he was talking about how it is absolutely impossible. You cannot hook these machines up to the internet. Okay, so all right. So that's what you're saying. You're telling me that you can't hook them up to the internet, you shouldn't worry, because there's no way to even do that. But if you do, then there's a felony penalty and blah, blah, blah. And I'm thinking, well, hold on a second, dude. You just contradicted yourself. You said that it can't be done, but you're threatening people that, oh, by the way, if you do it, if you do hook it up to the internet, then uh, you know, you'll be charged with a, a, a felony. So well, which one is it? Because if they're not capable of being hooked up to the internet, then why do you even have to warn people not to hook it up to the internet? Why do you even have machines? You know, can't you, if it's between this guy and this person, uh, just write the name. Now, now
0: wait a it's minute. Not they, that hard. They said that you could hook. I, I've read that you can hook them up on the Dominican machines Gosh. because they said they unplugged them at the voting booths. They're not allowed to be plugged in. But afterward, it's to upload the numbers because that's the reason why um, the MyPillow guy is being sued by them. Because he questioned that.
1: It goes back to what Kenny was saying earlier. It's all semantics. You know, you say one thing and then you say something else. So, you know, when Frank LaRose is saying, well, they can't be hooked up to the internet. Was he talking about just specific machines? Because there's other machines here that were. And you're also saying in the same breath that when it can't be hooked up to the internet, but if you do try to hook it up to the internet (laughs) or hook it up to the internet, you'll be charged with a felony. So, you know, people have to look at the convolution of everything and what these officials are saying and really just start to question them. I mean, we get Dave Yost on uh, politicking for himself. He's our attorney general in Ohio. and His commercials, I think they're kind of silly. They say, yo, Yost. Do you guys see them here? Do they show them here? In Youngstown, they broadcast them all the time and they're, hey, yo, Yost, yo, Yost. And, you know, he talks about how he's fighting the prescription drug companies and that the The costs of your prescriptions have gone up, but then he shows himself in court while I'm fighting them. Well, you're getting your ass kicked because you just are showing how the prescriptions are up. So I don't even think you're a smart guy and you're our attorney general. Now, what the attorney general just did weeks ago, this yo-yos, is he went after dollar general and he's suing them for for charging $2 on shampoo when they had $1 on the Ticket item. And when people went to scan it, it charged them two bucks and it happened at $10 generals. So he's suing dollar generals. Well, I like dollar generals because I like paying two bucks for shampoo. Even if they said it was a dollar and they scanned it at two, it's still cheaper than five or six bucks at the other store. But yo Yoast is going after dollar general for charging a dollar more in shampoo rather than going after corrupt county officials in Van Wert. I mean, what's the attorney general doing? Is he allowing uh, attorneys to commit perjury and and falsify affidavits. Absolutely, he is. Now wait a minute. I that, haven't seen him do anything about that, it.
0: That's a different. That's a, like we were talking about. That's a different <laughs> definition. Now, see it. it that, that's that's exactly what we were talking about. It's a different term of definition because that's what they're going to argue. They're going to argue with you. Well, is it really? Um, you, know, you know, are we really violating your? You're right. Is this really yeah. perjury? You Absolutely tell me what is. the definition yeah. of per and you could yeah. read it. Yeah. You could read it verbatim the by law. The
1: definition of perjury is creating a false affidavit.
0: Well, and you're that's right. What perjury is. You're and you're right. You could Google that, and it's going to say that. Absolutely. But, yeah. But anybody they, can do that. They Google will. It, they will talking. say it's a case to case basis depending on what the meaning is. It. it it's. It's. Look at everything that we've been talking about tonight.
1: Well, and that's my point for calling him out. Like I'm saying, he, he would rather than him as an attorney himself, rather than him go after another attorney for something that they did, he would rather sweep it under the table and, hey, I'm busy with Dollar General with this lawsuit over here. And my point is, hey, man, you're the attorney general. If you're going to allow this corruption, then I'm going to call you out and say, well, you're corrupt too. And like I'm saying, his commercials, his yo-yo's commercials, are ridiculous, and, hey, I'm fighting these drug costs, but look how much these drug costs are. You know, hey, man, you just contradicted yourself in your promotion commercial. Don't you even have people around you that would say, hey, man, pull this commercial You
0: should, they see, what they should do is they should ask him if he was a stoch, uh supporter of Obamacare, but I'm sure no one's ever went and asked him that. Yeah, because you can't get to these people i
1: mean i tried contacting him a year and a half ago regarding things in van Wert that i'm dealing with now and you know i got referred from his office Well, contact the uh, ohio supreme court disciplinary council so then I, I contact them and they it's all just you know run around you know i heard from uh, one of their attorneys at the ohio supreme court disciplinary council he said well it looks like you just don't have good luck with with cops and i don't understand how luck and cops are even related. I can't make the correlation. What does luck and police have to do with anything? You know, and this is an attorney at the Ohio Supreme Court telling me that. And the point is, is it's a big fraternity, the judicial system, that judicial corruption. And what they will do is they will protect themselves above all else. And if one of their fraternity brothers or sisters, you know, runs somebody over with a the car, they would rather cover that up for them. Uh, because, They understand, hey, if they need covered up for something that they do uh, because they like to talk about swords that they have, attorneys, and, uh, you know, people also have their own, I guess, uh, ways of of fighting back. If an attorney is going to use that analogy and take a sword, then I might take my computer and send you some memes, which is ultimately what I'm charged for, but a lot of them are pretty funny and true, so um, you know. Well,
0: you know what they say, the pen is mightier than the sword, so there is a on on play there. So. you got you nailed it. I I have a question for everybody here. Has anyone seen did did anybody watch and I'm not trying to switch topics but I, I am here. Did anybody see the um the speech by Joe Biden here the other night? It was Wednesday. Where he came out and said democracy is in is in
1: uh and he had he, Biden, he had Obama with him.
0: No, he was was Obama I don't thing? know I was. I I, I, the, he was by himself this was from Washington D.C. they he gave, leave him by himself well he went on this rant about how democracy is going to die if you don't vote blue and I had to laugh because I have this on MSNBC it says Biden gives a Ulysses S. Grant speech about political violence but yet his whole speech was if you don't vote for blue if you don't vote democrat you're a traitor to the country you're omega i don't know how the hell again donald trump is even in this he hasn't said he's running for president i i don't understand how he's even relevant in this everything has become <laughs> and he did he, he just basically told over half the country if you don't vote for blue and what we want you're you're a traitor. You're yeah. you're you're gonna kill democracy. I have never heard a rant and and for someone to say he sounds Ulysses S Grant
1: In Fetterman's speech the flags blew down blew down <laughs> I see after that. he mentioned, you know, Trump being seditious or, you know, his supporters being seditious, whatever he said, I know he used that word, which you know I had to be on the teleprompter for him. Um, he's another one. To me, is just a character. He walks around in his black hoodie and, uh, you know, he has a hard time. And, you know, that guy, this is what I'm saying. OK, when I see people like that, I have a hard time taking politics serious, which is why I threw my hat in the ring, because I thought, wow, if these guys here, if they can get into a power and authority position because people will vote for them, well, why wouldn't they just vote for Kenny and I? We're actually completely different in terms of we're not connected to this fraternity and the society that they are. So we don't have the strings attached, and we could get in that position where we could help people, which is the whole point of it. Uh, because people are struggling right now; they're struggling bad. And uh, you know, I don't know if the the voting is what got us into this situation because it's rigged. Well, if it's still rigged, then voting's not going to help us here in terms of our society. And culture and moving forward. Um, so I guess it's you know to be determined uh, if, if these elections uh, come out one way, or if it's like you mentioned, is it a big red wave where, hey man, you're going to see new people, fresh blood, and in in that, uh, we'll start to see change in a positive trajectory for, for families.
0: All I know is gas here is over 409. I know that you drive over two hours away, Kenny. And I just read here today that that under Biden, the the American's oil reserve has dropped to its lowest level since 1984. That was the year I was born. That was 38 years ago. (laughs) With gas prices up, you can't go to a supermarket and expect to walk out ahead. I mean, hell, I just went and priced a ham, a half a ham. It was $32. wasn't even glazed. I'm like, Who's, who the hell is going to buy this? How can you buy this and stay afloat? All I'm saying is, with all of these problems going on, I I have a really hard time believing that the polls tomorrow are, are going to be down the middle. I'll be really shocked if it is, but I, I don't. I, I think you're going to see a blowout one way or another. That's just my opinion. But I don't know. What do you guys think
2: about this? I mean,
0: we're we're less than 24 hours away from the elections Well, here.
2: To, to me, it's even bigger. Okay. Hey, again, you know, the one side talks about the other side using fear. And when you say there's going to be no more democracy, you're using fear. So you're using exactly the same thing that you're blaming the other party for. Okay. And then you bring up the question about, is Trump running? Well, I'm assuming he is, and I'm not I'm not a Trump guy. Because he's out wearing his hat, talking about Mr. DeSantis, and making comments upon them as though he might be in the running, toying around with that. But but here's a deeper question for me. If the Republican Party is serious about getting a top person. Why aren't you going out like a true business, looking for good candidates, looking for people who haven't been, you know, something fresh, something new, something young, something who's going to stand up for something? Because if, if no matter what your political viewpoints of who you liked better, what are they doing? Are are they are they making headway? I, I I want to know. Okay. Why are you hammering on some of the Republican candidates, but yet maybe you're running, maybe you're not? Well, jump on board or not jump on
0: Well, you, I can answer that with Donald Trump. Okay.
2: This, this
0: is just my opinion, but I, okay. I, this is just all the mixed messages that I get. He is afraid that they are going to come out with an indictment on him within the next 24 to 48 hours, the DOJ. That's why he's dropping these hints. Well, I could be running very, very, very soon. Because they've already said that. That's that. That's just like the Republican Party right now.
2: Okay, then why isn't the Republican Party, if they might believe that or whatever, why aren't they having a plan?
0: Okay, if he runs or if he gets indicted, we still have to have a candidate. I, a good candidate. And you're right. So, see, that's
2: part of this the education system. Why aren't we looking at other realities, other possibilities, and what we have to do? Why are you just banking on this guy? You know what I mean? You're, again, you're, you're, to me, it's to that- No, you're maybe, right. Yeah, okay, okay. let's plan, like like an army. You just have an army? No, you have a navy. You have an air force. You, well, you
0: have a lot you, of- No, ranges, d- you're, okay? you're correct. Okay, I mean, so
2: but... if, if people are really Wanting something, let's get the best. And if you if you so choose to have him as your leader, doesn't he need to have someone that's his right-hand person? Because the last right-hand person, a lot of people didn't like.
1: Well,
0: he I'm, didn't I'll, I'll be honest with you, I honestly think this boils down to, and it's not just Donald Trump. I honestly believe the Republican Party, I don't even I think they're just as much as scared as him as the Democratic Party. Right. I, I do because it's that it's that question mark so and that's what they're scared of it's the cycle that they don't want to break so
2: so now our society is based on fear. no matter what we do or what we want to do we constantly keep everyone in fear so that we get nowhere
0: I mean I right. I've, I've said for a long time look at uh, Candace uh, Candace Owens for example
1: right
0: she's a really good smart woman politically Educational wise, you know, I know people are going to say she's a woman of color; has nothing to do with it. But she's a very well-rounded individual. I have said for a long time, why don't you guys start investing into? I don't care what party it is. Why doesn't somebody start investing into her, for example?
1: Well, I don't think we should be looking. She's outside the box. That's why. Yeah, she's. I agree with you. She, for the future, she's somebody that uh, she she represents well. Um, I think, you know, where Kenny is with Trump is not where I am with Trump. I look at it this way and say, well, first of all, the guy should be president right now. Rightfully, he's president. He should be president in 2023. He should be president in 2024. He should be president going into 2025 until Mm -hmm. they inaugurate somebody else January 1st on 2025. So, you know, like when Trump is out there politicking, defending himself, saying, here's what happened to me, I mean, what else do you want the guy to do? Uh, the guy was scammed out of an election and it was rigged and stolen. And what they did is the states uh, like Pennsylvania, uh, Arizona, Georgia, um, Michigan, uh, you know, these states didn't do what they were supposed to do in uh, in order to uh, you know, justify what the real results were. And again, if you just look at the crowds, um, That'll tell you, in, in terms of the numbers, you you can't make sense of Biden um, getting 10 more million votes than what Obama did in 2012. So, you know, the way, the order of things, how they should be in this country is the guy that is our president shouldn't be president. That's just the way that it is. And if someone wants to say, well, Craig, you're crazy. Well, you could call me whatever name you want. I'm just stating facts and people don't want to accept those facts. They don't want to accept it as truth when it is the truth. It's hard for people to hear. But, um, you know, that's where I stand with Trump. I feel like he uh, and the guy has been attacked every which way. I know when the Ukrainian um, uh, impeachment came on Trump in February of 2020, and they weren't able to impeach him to remove him from office uh, out of the Senate. uh, It was within a few weeks, the pandemic started. And, you know, Before the impeachment, it was the, well, it's Russia. He's working with Russia, the collusion. So I basically, I'm thinking the guy has been attacked. You know, it's possible that the last two years for him personally have actually given him some time out of the spotlight. I mean, he's not the president now. If people are bitching, they should be bitching about Joe Biden. And, you know, what what the hell is he doing in his administration and the people that are trying to cover for him? I mean, um, you know, they look silly. And how they're trying to justify him—he's uh, not a leader. And uh, I, I agree with Kenny. People want to see some some different young fresh blood. Uh, I believe Trump should be president now, but uh, you know, and it, it may work out to be the next two years or complete catastrophe, and then in twenty twenty four he becomes president again, and and we look back in time and go, okay, you know, here was a crazy time in history, but. You know, as long as people have hope that, that their futures can be better and that their kids and their kids can have kids and just that posterity uh, can, can go on in a good way, I think that's where people are, you know, right now. But there's a lot of crazy uh, stuff happening politically. And uh, it's one of those, there's a lot of excitement, but there's a lot of angst and stress because uh, people aren't sure of their futures. And, uh, you know, if, if that's not a good feeling for people. They like to you
0: know, feel secure. All right. Well, we have covered a lot of topics tonight. So I'm, I'm going to end the show here on a high note. Again, tomorrow, November 8th, is Election Day. You've heard from everybody from coast to coast who you should vote for, why you should vote for them, why you should write them in, what they stand for politically what they want to do, from the highest level to the lowest level. Tomorrow, you get to make your voice known, so get out there and vote. You cannot change anything if you just sit on your ass and you don't go out and vote. So go out and vote. I want to thank uh, Kenny Norris. I also want to thank you, Craig, for for coming in here as well. Um, Again, both of them are right in candidates. For the Ohio governorship. If you don't, if you want to stick it to somebody, write them in. If you like what they have come here and said on the show, past and present, write them in. You know, we know the odds. He know you you both know the odds. But again, you cannot make change happen if you don't get out there and vote. And even if you think, well, I'm just throwing away a vote, you're not throwing away a vote. It's your vote. So just go vote for who you want for. I want to thank all of my listeners. I also want to thank for anyone that's tuning in that's new. Please come back. You know, I I try to give people information. I try to give you a direction where you can find this information to make your own educated guess. My opinion means bupkis. So again, come back. You might find something educational about what we talk about here. I also want to thank my thank my Think Local First businesses and sponsors. I want to thank Anchor and Spotify as well, iHeartRadio. The list goes on and on. I got about 35 networks now. So thank you, all of you, for, for broadcasting my show. And I want to thank, again, all of my listeners because you make this A great experience for me and I can't do it without you. Again, I want to thank you gentlemen for coming on tonight. I know it was short notice with, you know, everyone getting a hold of each other. So thank you again. You're always welcome back here at any time. I
2: appreciate you having us on Charles. Thank you. And I think that's great advice. Yeah, Everybody do your homework and and use your discernment. That's That's the best advice.
0: Exactly. And get out there and vote tomorrow. I don't care where you're at. Get out there and vote. So again, this has been another great episode of Political Theater. I will be back next week. Probably, actually, you know what? I will be back Sunday night. We'll, we'll do it that way. Sunday night, that is, let me look here at my calendar. That is November the 13th. I will be back here. So until then, I want everyone to stay safe. Get out there and vote tomorrow. And I will see you back here on Sunday.